Hello my icebergs. Welcome to the Iceberg show with Saurabh Puranik, a place to find your inspiration. So let's uncover about today's inspiration who is a co-founder and managing partner at Cornerstone Venture Partners Fund, a venture capital fund for tech startups. He is on the National Advisory Board of SME Chamber of India and the honorary executive chairman of Startup Councils of India. He was heading ecosystem and partnership at Reliance Gennex Venture Fund and Geo Gennex Innovation Hub. He was an integral part of Nascom's senior management team and initiated several path-breaking initiatives for startups. This is part 2 of our episode. If you haven't listened to part 1, then you must because it will show you the magic of life. In part 2, we talked about different aspects of startup. If you are an entrepreneur or aspiring entrepreneur, then you must listen to understand the required mindset and insight about the startup world. So guys, please listen to the episode with Raju Vaishnav sir only on the Icebox show. Let's grow together. move on to the next uh, section of uh, this episode that is you as an investor so you talk about entrepreneurship and uh, how an startup should uh, create a great organization but sir uh, i'm sure that you must have hear hear from various startup founder that uh, we have a billion dollar idea and that may be possible but how to exactly identify our market size because that could be the deciding factor for your startup idea whether we should go for it or not so how to identify that very interesting question and very relevant also because uh, the first two three slides where you talk about the market opportunity right opportunity is very important when you are looking at when you are looking at the startup so as an investor when we look at the startup what are the four things that we would want to look at right so one is the opportunity when we are talking about the market size and uh, the competition and all those things then we look at the scalability as to what is the potential of your organization to scale your company your startup and things like that market is there i mean it's a when you are looking at the globe when you are when your vision is global which is so important see we have to build to cater to a global responsibility or global opportunity right and when you are doing that the market opportunity is great it's like it's like this uh, there was a there was a sage uh, and his disciple they were taking bath in the ocean they were swimming in the ocean and the disciple went to ask his guru this is guru guru ji what is knowledge so guru says you know this ocean is knowledge just think like that you know this ocean is knowledge but is have a idea yeah but how how much knowledgeable are you he said wow this is a good question he says come on so he pulled the disciple up and then he showed his body he said look he said what he said, when we were in the ocean we thought that the entire ocean belongs to us but when we came out only the droplets which are hanging on my body is with us the ocean is still there wow opportunity is like that the opportunity is there what is your potential how many droplets you are able to carry out of that opportunity is what as an investor we would want to see so scalability part of it is very important and of course monetizability and exit opportunities that and not necessarily exit is like you build for sustenance you build for exit that's fine but these are all important aspects so when you are looking at the opportunity 
I think your target should be, and and this is a very interesting learning that I have got from IPS officers, from police officers, mm-hmm. or even from government officers in general. Right? People who really want to contribute to the country or to their jobs, what they say is, look, my tenure is two to three years in this present duty. Right? Any senior officer, anybody would be. Uh, uh, occupying a position for two to three years after that there will be a transfer or transfer can become random they don't know but what I learned from them is that look for small successes right and when you look for small successes and this is what great cricketers I mean when you look at I think uh, whether Sunil Gavaskar told us this or Ben Sarkar I'm forgetting that but you know the questions when they ask, or maybe Sachin Tendulkar, that when you are planning to score, or or when you think that you want to score a century, how would you do it? And they would say, look, I'll I'll aim for playing one over first, then the second over, then the third over, and then I will build my my score. So this building the score for global opportunity is very important. And if you do that, if you are sensible enough to do that, like for example, we are a B2B, Cornerstone Venture Partners, right? We are a B2B Enterprise SaaS Funds. Hmm. Now, our thesis is not a unicorn kind of a thesis. When people say, hey, I want to look for a unicorn, you can't look for a unicorn. You have to look for a startup who has a potential to become a unicorn. You can't look for a unicorn. And that is a misconception. But there are people who will say that, no, 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 I, from my portfolio, if I have one or two unicorns, I'm happy. We are not like that. Because unicorn mindset, it's winners takes it all. What people see is the success. Today, when you see four unicorns in a week's time or this and that and all, and then a lot of excitement in the ecosystem, hey, we must do it. But when you go deeper, you realize that against those successes, and successes are not bad at all. There are a huge number of failures, which nobody talks about. So when you look at the global opportunities, you look at building to that opportunity. And if you can plan that, okay, my first target is 10 10 million revenue. Once I achieve that 10 million revenue, I'll review my strengths. I'll review the opportunity. I'll move into 50 million revenue or 100 million revenue and things like that. So there are glass ceilings that one has to pierce every time that you have you are on the journey towards excellence. And as I said, you know, when you start, this is this is very important that if you really want to create a, a you know a kind of a hockey stick curve, uh, you know, my my president Mr. Sommittal said some very interesting thing. He said there are S curves which are coming in everyone's life, whether it is an organization or individual. It's a five-year cycle or a ten-year cycle where you have an S curve that you start, you go low, and then you start scaling up, and then you get into a plateau, and that's the time when you have to reinvent. So, an organization's journey or a startup journey is a journey where multiple reinventions, re-innovations, you keep re-innovating yourself at different levels of your uh, of your journey becomes very critical in order to reach a sizable milestone. So that's what I feel. That's where uh, I think uh, as a founder or as a founding team, one has to plan the journey uh, accordingly. 
but sir uh, you talk about s curve so at different stages what are the different stages of company and what approach a founder should have at these levels yeah so one is a survival stage right beginning hmm. when when you don't have enough money you are putting in your money you are putting in your time your effort you are leaving a job and dedicating yourself to a idea that you think is going to work or a problem that you have identified and i think that's a that's a good starting point always that you start with the problem rather than starting with an idea so most of the you know founders who start with a problem have a greater probability of finding a great solution in fact you must listen to mr mukesh ambani's uh, talk at nascom platform i think this was 2017 uh youtube has that video very interesting he talks about he said he was uh, his professor i think professor sharma used to uh look at it this way that the quality of problem that you identify will define the quality of solution that you can produce so this is very important that what quality of problem that you are identifying and this is the early stage of startup and then they call it death valley right now that's the point where the startups normally uh get kill themselves or due to circumstances due to multiple constraints and all that but then that's a survival stage and that is where you have to be happy with smaller successes like you can get a team member or you can get a small seed fund from your from your family or from your friends or small small successes or your product development has reached the next stage on of of building the prototype and you know as you are growing and then there is a sustenance you know when you i mean mythology teaches us a lot of things so like how uh like how literature teaches us and i i love connecting these dots right so my definition of an entrepreneur and i used to say this mr vilasrao deshmukh was the chief minister at Ma- in maharashtra and uh, this was his first term and tai in mumbai we had this first taikon this was 30th october 2000 and uh, i i just because being the director Uh, there uh, on the stage i was comparing it and you know comparing was my passion and because of comparing only i got into time so uh, i was comparing and i said you know the spirit of entrepreneurship is depicted in this couplet falak ko zid hai jahan bijli girane ki falak yani aasman sky falak ko zid hai jahan bijli girane ki hame bhi zid hai wahi aashiyan banane ki where the sky has decided to strike i have committed to build my castle there now that is an entrepreneur now there is another ghazal jin ke hothon pe hansi paon mein chhale honge ha wahi log tere dhoonne wale hain now you twist that and put ha wahi log vc tere dhoonne wale honge aur ha wahi log कस्टमर तेरे ढूंढने वाले होंगे जिनके you have that passion you have that commitment you have that vision to make it global to make it successful so that is where you know the 
the survival part would come once you clear that in in the mythology that i was talking about brahma vishnu mahesh trimurti is the face of god or unity or whatever that you call it right the power what is brahma the originator what is vishnu the sustainer and what is shiva the destroyer and destroyer of what destroyer of cost of poor quality right when you grow the organization you look at the cost of poor quality how can i minimize my wastage my my losses how can i minimize the cost of acquiring customer and things like that or how can i kill my startup which is not working so there was an israeli entrepreneur who had come to address students at coep and she said beautifully she said that look you must love your startup but you must be willing to kill it so that destroyer part also is very important as far as the founder or founding team is so that's where we are i don't know i mean i may have gene tracks in my explanation but that's where we are but sir uh, here uh, i would sense that uh, the product testing of uh, will play the big uh, big role in the, in that startup journey and it's yeah. very easy for b2c product to test that uh, to test that phase but yeah. it's difficult for b2b because because of that uh, it's hard to access that network okay so yeah. how to test that uh, b2b segment uh, of your product so i think um, you know what we believe at cornerstone is that the best mentor is your customer because and that to paying customer you know we tend to feel happy when we are giving a free poc and we have experienced this n number of times and particularly in b2b kind of startups they will put the logos of the companies on their presentation that these are our our customers because when we go little deeper into them they say no no we are doing a poc but a free poc because then there is no customer they are allowing you because of the corporate policy that we must interact with innovation ecosystem we must encourage startups and they are helping you to test but unless they pay so paying customer becomes the best mentor and particularly in a b2b space we would recommend and and in in our due diligence and this is something which is very important uh, from a startup journey point of view what we do and how we try and see thanks to the association mindset that i carry for 20 years of my life i work for not for profit organizations what i believe and what we believe abhishek and i both together when you look at the first version of our website the first sentence that would come up was winning together so are we winning together is very important and therefore what we do is that even if in startups where we don't invest but we realize that the founder is great the opportunity is amazing the product is great but it is not exactly falling into our enterprise saas team we go and recommend them to user organizations in our network because the value addition that a vc can bring on table is not financing financing is the least important thing that one can claim that he is contributing or they are contributing right it's basically the entire network of your experience of your connects that you are bringing onto the table and you are hastening the journey you are that truck which is being in front of a bike you helping the startup in so what what we do is as a user deals we go to a corporate and we tell them 
that you know the startup is good i think they should be able to fulfill a couple of your requirements why don't you try that so there are many startups in whom we have not invested but they still got back to us and said thank you very much for connecting us with this customer now we are i mean i mean we are serving them so this is how you expand this is how you kind of help uh, the ecosystem and wherever we are investing definitely we will make sure that we go to a user and tell them that look use this product and even if they say they are 60% ready that's a good number that's a good percentage to feel that okay at this stage of their life their their journey they are 60% ready we will help them to make it as close to 100 and that's a journey that they will So I think it's a it's a amazing uh, kind of a partnership that we get into, and that's the fun. Mm-hmm. So that means uh, like uh, be in network so that you can uh, uh, you can utilize that network and uh, to test your product. So yeah. Hey guys, you like what you hear so far? So make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. So thank you for your support. Now get back to the show. Well, uh, but sir, uh, can you please uh, tell us about uh, more about funding and how the deal executes in reality because we heard lot of news that uh, this XYZ company has raised this much of uh, funding. But sir, uh, actually in reality how the deal executes and uh, what things we sh- uh, as a f- uh, startup founder should keep in mind uh, in terms of funding. yeah no i think it is uh, it's a very complex uh, situation uh, complex not from any other point of view but uh, there are so many aspects which are on the surface and which are below the surface so aspects on the surface is uh, you know when when you are raising it all depends upon what fund you are raising right you are a first time coming to an institutional funding it's a different ball game altogether see angel funding is a different way of looking at a startup right angels are passionate to contribute angels are personally involved into helping startups they have their own uh, aspirations and they believe in the startup and there are multiple things that happens at angel level but the the compliance the due diligence and the levels of those are limited there when it comes to an institutional investor then there are legal compliances there are financial compliances so when you have legal compliances and financial compliances that are happening on one hand and in our case we have partners to do that but what is happening internally then is there are multiple uh, aspects that we look at right i mean we look at product market fit and what is the opportunity what's the competition and all that in a b2b scenario where we are investing we are also look at founder market fit that whether the founder comes from the domain and whether that is his passion so thankfully now we are getting some amazing founders who have a deep domain knowledge at least 10 15 years of domain experience and then uh, got into the entrepreneurial journey and things like that so founder market fit then we do user diligence before that we do commercial diligence where we talk to the bankers we talk to their employees we talk to their customers and we get a lot of feedback from them user diligence helps us for assessing how a potential pipeline of customers are going to look at this startup how much they will be willing to pay what could be the pricing strategy and multiple such things that we get and 
the most important thing that we do is a founder fund fit this founder fund fit according to me is very very critical what happens is we when we have these initial conversations with a with a startup founder we don't talk much we listen because the person has come to get money if today is friday and as an investor i'll say today is a saturday he would say yes what you are saying may be right today is saturday we don't want to listen to that we want to listen to your story can you communicate that story and align me with your vision and that's one very important thing for a startup founder is he a good storyteller is he able to communicate his vision his grand vision because you know sometimes the founder is so close to the startup his own idea that he can miss out can miss out a larger opportunity multiple other opportunities but if i start talking about those opportunities in the first meeting itself that hey you can do this you can do this you should do this you should do this the guy will say yaar i want to first achieve this and these guys are telling me that i can do all of that okay i say yes and then once the money hits the bank i say i don't care i mean i will do what i want and you will see many conflicts emerging out of this that jaate the japan pahunch gaye chin pahunch gaya na now is to be avoided and that is where we listen to the founding team for one or two meetings once internally we realize that yes what they say makes sense and now we have reached that comfort where we can roll out so there are two things that we believe is happening between it's a very dynamic thing between a founding team and a investment team there is a founder's vision and there is an investor's imagination so when we talk of found founder fund fit we are trying to say that whether these two align or not and once they align then you have a great relationship rapport building with the founders and founders understand that this is the larger canvas that we are drawing on on which we are drawing and this is the potential scope of what i could not see because i was too close to my idea and now from outside in i am realizing this so it's a combination of multiple things that when a founder is coming to a fund and it will also depend on the fund that how they are looking at the opportunity and what kind of the most important thing in covid times as many of them many of my colleagues uh, other funds also have talked about is the clarity transparency and communication the founder has to communicate to the investor whatever difficulty that they are in they should not hide information they must create everything and i am reemphasizing everything will depend on trust the trust that you can generate in your investor the trust that investor can generate in you do kadam tum bhi chalo do kadam hum bhi chale and then you will be able to walk together to meet your destination or to, to reach your destination so i think there are multiple things as i was saying there are some things on the surface like all these commercial diligence financial and legal and all that's one part of the story but beneath there is a huge uh, understanding that one has to build for a comfort that an investor would have it in the founding team that yes now this is the time because one thing has to be understood as an investor today we are investors but it is not our money we are responsible for our investors money 
and you know mukesh bhai in that nascom interview has said that as a founder as an entrepreneur you must value your investors money much more than your own money that that responsibility is so important that this is not my money this is the money of my investor and i will be very very careful in spending that and in utilizing that same thing happens with us so we are in the same chain of responsibility where the entrepreneur is we are one level before that we are custodian of our lp money or the money of our investors and therefore every investment that we do has to come out of a proper due diligence and with a huge clarity and i'm not saying that after doing all this we will not fail no that will happen because there will be multiple factors uh, to bring that unfortunate failure for a startup but that is the risk high risk high reward is the the venture game and one has to be ready for Uh, actually you have uh, talk about so many things about funding and you have shared so many insight about uh, funding and from in uh, from an uh, investor point of view and as well as from in, uh, as an enter, uh, entrepreneur point of view so that's mm-hmm. really great uh, but sir my last question is that uh, what impact uh, do you want to leave on the society with the help of corner store venture wow <laughs> oh, amazing i think uh, you know uh, this question is really baffling because uh, what impact here i mean the the world the universe is so large and uh, we are a tiny peg uh, in the whole thing but yes i think it is very important uh, it leads me to a story sorry i'll add a little uh, quick story so there was a fire in the jungle Right. and every animal and the animal family were escaping from the jungle while they were escaping there was a sparrow who was flying to the river taking water in the beak flying back and spitting it on the fire and would do it again and do it and will do it again and there was a monkey who was looking at this and he said oh stupid sparrow what are you doing why are you taking all this trouble this fire is huge and with your spitting this small droplets of water is not going to help anything and the sparrow responded saying that this jungle is my home and i know there is a fire but and i know that i am inadequate to really create any impact to diffuse the fire but i want to put in my 100% effort in order to make sure that i contribute in that diffusion so that is my duty i am doing my duty the impact may happen may not happen i don't care once the monkey listened to what sparrow said and the other animals who were listening to it they all started coming together and they started helping the sparrow in bringing the water from the river to the fire and slowly slowly the fire got diffused So when you ask me this question let me put it very humbly that the effort puri imandari se we want to do it in order to contribute a little bit to whatever could be the situation to promote entrepreneurship to promote good governance to promote india brand globally and see that hey there are these startups in india who are really making a difference and whatever i mean i don't know but yes that 
whatever water that I we can pick it up in our small beak. We are a fifty million dollar fund. We will plan for a bigger fund in future. But all are ifs and buts and things like that, right? I mean, but then when you are asking me question today, now I can only say that yes, we will pick up that droplets of water and pour it on wherever there is a need, and that is our contribution. That's it. Thank you, thank you so much, sir. Actually, uh, I can relate to those uh, story because I'm also trying to promote entrepreneurship. So, exactly. So, so I, I, asking the last question is, what do you like in that? I can. <laughs> yes, sir. So I'm I'm thankful for uh, you to to take part in this episode, and this is really a very insightful episode and a power. power pack episode i would say because you came from a humble background and you uh, you like actually people believed in your uh, your potential uh, instead of you and you capitalized on their confidence level so that's a really great story uh, of yours so i'm 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 really thankful for that and i thank you sir and all the very best to iceberg and your effort i think this is just as what the last story that i talked about the big and water and the fire you are trying to do that at your level and i wish you all the success thank you very much thank you sir thank you so much sir you have just listened to the episode with rajiv vaishnav sir with your host saurabh pranik on the icebox you can also tell me about your takeaways from this episode on linkedin at saurabh pranik and on instagram at underscore saurabh pranik Thank you for listening to the Icebox show. We hope you enjoyed our deep conversation and got the inspiration to push your limits. So please share the podcast with others on social media, subscribers, rate the Icebox show and leave a review. It is greatly appreciated. Thank you again and I will see you next time. Until then, let's grow together.